In today's episode, we are giving out advice. What to do if you're a bad texter, a go-to guide to asking out a guy, and how to date guys that only want you to put out after the first date, but you are just not ready. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag psychobabble. Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories I've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Tyler. Corey. <laughs> wait, uh, oh my god. <laughs> you know that show, that movie, House Bunny? Mm, yes. Where she's like, Anna Ferris. How do you remember people's names? The, here's the real transition here. So. <laughs> Tell me. Get out those transition lenses and let me know. <laughs> uh, I was just on John Green's podcast okay. as a guest, and we did an advice episode. And um, somebody asked, "How do you remember people's names? Are you good at people's names? Are you?" I am, of course, because you have the memory of a fucking alpaca. I think it's actually an elephant. Never forgets. I think it's alpaca. I can't quite remember. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> um, ain't that the statement? Well, of I, there, there are life. a couple things you can do. Number one, I I usually ask how they spell it, and that has not helped me much. Like, that doesn't help you. At it's all. something. Um, you know the movie House Bunny? Yeah. Yes. Where Anna Ferris? Yeah. We is it Hannah Ferris? Anna. Anna Ferris. She does Corey, a like monster that. voice. Yeah. To remember, and then I went to re- find that clip, and I found it. And the example she does is Joanne, <laughs> and it was right when Joanne came out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was the best thing that ever happened wow. to me. And because of that, you're still horrible at remembering names. No, and then I found a new way to f- remember people's names. Tell me, you imagine them holding hands with somebody that you already know that has that name. Hmm. That's interesting. Because if you visualize it and you associate them with somebody else that you already know that you're positive their name of. Yeah. I exposed you the other day to like a friend. I was like talking about how you never remember like people's names. And I'm then, good at people's names. And I was like, I was like, so then when he like sees people, Tyler's always like, babe, great to see you. Babe. And the person goes, he literally calls me babe every time. No, no, It was hot toddy. I know. Yeah. I know him though. Yeah. <laughs> I, he was like, he literally calls me babe every but time. But he is my me. babe. And I was like, I was like, well. That's why it works. I was like, if most you're, people are my babe. I said, to be fair, I was like, if you're like a cutesy, like attractive gay man, then he usually is trying to like make you his babe. So that does make right. sense. Hot toddy, I would call him my But babe. like, it was so funny. He was like record scratch. Like, wait, he always calls me babe. You might be wondering how I got myself in this situation. Um, and I call every girl like, it was like I didn't hey, girl. mean to expose you. You're like, what up, girl? Uh, no, I am actually good at names. Hey, girly, how are you? Girly. I would never say girly. <laughs> I was going to say, I usually say their name like three times in my head. Like when I meet them, after, I'm like, okay, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Anyway, so we were answering that question as I'm a piece like, of advice. Claire, but I thought Claire, it's been Claire. a while since we've done an advice episode. Oh. Don't you think we should is do this, one on our, our YouTube channel? Is this the transition of transition? Our psychobabble? This is our YouTube channel. Welcome. <sighs> you might be listening. Corey, what is the first piece of advice somebody would like? I got a question from T. She wants to know the T. How did T send this question in? Well, she said... Uh, she well, she used three emojis, and no, you know that's not how I'm asking. Oh. I mean, like, <laughs> I was how, like, how do you mean what's the subject? How do people send questions? Well, she like she's got that digital digital get down. Get down. 
she used our email address, okay. which is psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. And you know, if you can't figure out how to spell that, then maybe your question doesn't deserve to be then answered. You need to figure out, you have a different piece you of advice. You need to check you yourself use. before you wreck yourself. Psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. Submit your questions with a good subject and maybe we'll answer. I was going to say, answer. she used three emojis that did catch my attention, but they were like, you know, of course they were like Google, it's Gmail. So they were like the Android emojis. Yeah. And it's like, don't you think those little yellow things look like gumdrops with like lips instead of actual like smiley faces? I know exactly what What's you're your... so gross. Um, so T wants to know, okay, I have the stupidest problem, but it eats away at me and I kind of need some serious advice on how to stop. I'm 18 years old and over the past year I've gotten so comfortable with just ignoring my friends' texts and calls and never returning them. Essentially, I ghost them and I really don't have a valid reason for doing it other than I just don't feel like talking to them in that moment, but I keep doing it. And it ends up getting absurd to the amount of calls and texts I've missed and uh, the amount of people that think I'm ignoring them. Um, she doesn't want to lose her friends and she'll eventually call them and then just apologizes for being such a hot mess. But um, she does it to her best friends and she feels bad and she wants to know, is there anything she can do to like fix it? I get really overwhelmed by texts also. Um, and I don't know if she – is she coming from a place of overwhelmed or is, is this like a coping mechanism to, or like is this a well, – I mean, not a coping but like a guard She said it's like she just up? doesn't feel like responding at that time. I get it. I don't think anybody – it is a new – relatively new thing to be able to be accessed by others at all times from anywhere in the world. Yeah. And that's a huge pressure on a lot of people. It's, it's, it, some people don't respond to it well. And just because some people are really good at texting doesn't mean everybody is. Yeah. And you shouldn't – I don't think you should expect that everyone I, is good at that. I was going to say I completely agree. It's like we live in this weird world now where you're just expected to be reachable 24-7. I do not And like, like people get offended if you don't respond to them within like a certain amount of time. So, I mean, I think the best – thing that would be a good option to help you with this is either like set a time each night, like before you go to bed to maybe like reply to the ones that you want to, but definitely just also have that conversation with your friends. Let, let them know that sometimes you feel overwhelmed by a lot of people communicating with you or you feel like you're being pulled in a lot of directions and say, I'm never trying to be, it's never that I'm mad at you or never that I don't want to respond to you. I just get overwhelmed easily. And that's something that I'm dealing with. But I think the main thing you have to do is just have those conversations, especially with your best friends, because you mentioned you've you've done it to like three really good friends. Um, let them know the place you're coming from and say, I will always try to get back to you within 24 hours or something like that. Maybe set a little deadline for yourself or maybe you reply to as many as you can for 30 minutes before going to bed or whatever works for you. I think that's a really good game plan. If you get overwhelmed throughout the day, then if you keep replying throughout the day, it's just they're going to keep replying too. So right. I, if if you are like that, having that time where you dedicate time to reply and maybe, is really good. Yeah. And maybe if you get overwhelmed by all of it, maybe you turn notifications off mm -hmm. or, or like don't allow yourself to always be like interrupted by your phone by having a, an alert or like a pop-up or something like that. Maybe consciously check every so like often. Like set some – times for yourself right. and maybe right before bed's not the the best time to do it maybe a few hours before bed and same thing it's just like limiting yourself with either facebook or twitter if you feel overwhelmed by that and feel overwhelmed by reading people's updates and 
people's questions and people's posts, just kind of limit yourself and, and let the important people know, hey, it's nothing personal. I just get easily overwhelmed and feel like I'm being pulled in a hundred different directions. And I'm, I feel I'm the exact that. same way. Yes. Like sometimes I just want to lay on my couch and watch TV for three hours and not have my phone anywhere near me. And it's like, even if I put it on the table and try not to look at it, you still sometimes get that urge. And I'm like, what if an emergency happens? What if my mom needs to call me? Like, what if this and what if that? Then it's like, well, there is a way to like get only notifications for certain people. And then everyone else you can like have. And you can put it to like, uh, only, like you can put it on sleep mode or whatever. And it's like only ring if like somebody calls me twice in a row. And I'm like, if an emergency happened, my mom or dad probably would call me, try calling me like back right. to back. Exactly. So. It's definitely not easy. I definitely, and I also want, I was going to say, the last thing I was going to say is I just don't want you to feel like you're alone because uh, I feel this way a lot of times. And it's like some days I just don't want to talk to anybody. I feel that all the time. Currently, <laughs> I have 42 texts that I have not replied to. So I, I get it. And it to me, texts are just like email. It's like I have to, it's a to-do list, mm -hmm. essentially, of, of getting through it. So people just need to understand boundaries and expectations and and like i said the best thing you can do is just be honest with right. those people right but hopefully that helps t um thanks for your question thanks, for, thanks question. for the emojis in the subject you're pretty dope i guess um we have another question this one's from k weird tmk um oh. this person says hi tyler and Corey." pretty rude that they put my name second but whatever mm. i love the podcast i really really like this guy uh, but I don't know how to ask him out. Please help. Oh, that's it. That's it. How do you ask somebody out? Yeah. With no context of like, are, he, they, are they friends? Do they even know if they're... He just really, really likes this guy. And we don't even know if it's a he. I believe it is a he. Oh, you know. I know. <laughs> I know better. Got it. You're... See, the good thing about submitting questions is we can make sure that you remain anonymous. Yeah. So. But it's a it's a guy wanting to ask out another guy. Oh, gays. Gays. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> um, what I'm, I would do, I'm like, is he cute? Can I ask him out before you do? Okay. Well, I wouldn't do that. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to motivate, how would you do, how would you I'm trying to motivate Kay to step up his game. Yeah. yeah. Someone else is going to snatch up this wonderful guy. Mm. <laughs> Why, you're making a mustache out of your microphone cord. I'm thinking <laughs> like, I do guess... you ever like ask out guys? Yeah. Uh, like in person? No. I was just say, oh my God. Technology has made things. Actually, I have before. Recently, yeah. I cannot remember the I have last said, time I've you know like asked say? out a guy in person. You say, like, do you want to get a drink sometime? We should hang get out coffee? sometime. Oh, my God. That scares me. That's not scary because it it lets it puts the ball in their court of, like, are they reciprocating friendship vibes? Are they reciprocating maybe, like, one-on-one -on -one type of, you know, let's get a drink. You're like, we should hang out sometime. They're like, yeah, we'll get a whole group together. You're like, yeah, <laughs> let's all get everyone we know and go to a circus. The most platonic a thing. circus? <laughs> I'm trying to think the, the least romantic When's thing. When's the last time you had a circus date? Honestly, I, I don't go to the circus because it abuses animals. Next question. Do you consider, well, like, wouldn't you consider Cirque du Soleil a little bit of like a circus? I would call my bedroom a circus. You... <laughs> So, girl, every one of your first dates is a circus date. Oh, my. Um, I once went on a circus date with somebody that you know. I'm not going to name names. What? Yeah. A circus date. We went and saw Cirque du Soleil. Who? 
So Mouth it a to gay me. that you know who lives in Los Angeles. Who? Recently? When I mean I've only lived in LA for three years. Right when I who did I date right when I moved here? I don't remember. Good. Let's keep it that way. I'll, I don't remember I'll, names. I'll tell you in the car so that you don't expose Mouth me. Mouth it to me. I won't airways. say anything. I won't say anything. Who? <laughs> he, he took me to Cirque du Soleil. You forgot that we went on dates. Well, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. God, wow. Girls, if you only knew. Well, let's get back to let's Kay. Let's get back. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the funniest. That I went on a circus date with that person to Cirque du Soleil. I'm just imagining it. My... He bought me a snack, like a popcorn. Well, I'm in. And okay. it was great. I love Cirque du Soleil. I cannot believe the that. Uh, that was like an early date too, and I don't like to do like things for like the first three dates. Like I just want like a easy like something you can easily get out of it if you need to, like right. a coffee or a, a beer or like wave from across the street. I won't even like go out to eat to a meal for someone until it's like the fourth date because. I'm Meanwhile, like, I'm like, let's go on a road trip. You're like, <laughs> number one. Yeah. So what would you tell Kay? How does he ask okay. out this guy? I would. I would just. You know what? I, I think the best – like, are you friends with them? Are you – like, if you're friends with them and you've had, like, conversations with them before, I think that opens the door with, hey, do you ever – we should get like, – we should go to a movie sometime. Yeah. Or you want to grab a drink sometime? Or, like, I think casual question like Nowadays, that. there's, like, a whole, like, song and dance to it. Like, I feel like when I was in college, you would, like, see a cute guy and then you'd, like, add him on Facebook. And then you'd, like, send him a hey. message and be like, and then, like you want to hang out? We should hang out sometime, winky, yeah. smiley face. I literally don't know the last time I asked out a person in person. Um, I recently was hanging out with a group and there was one guy I was, like, kind of vibing with. And then when we were, like, parting all ways, all of us were going different directions, I was like, we should hang out sometime. Let me get your number. And then I got his number, wow. and then we hung out. Flirt alert. So you're saying it's just that easy. We should hang out sometime. Let me give you my number. So, okay. That if, puts the ball in their court. I like that. Yeah. And it's and hang out sometimes is very, like, non-threatening. Right. And you'll be it's able to It's not as threatening as, of, like, do you want right. to go on a date? Yeah. Don't. I wouldn't say we should go on a date. I don't think people do that. Do they? I don't know. I don't I'm not going to po- police you on what you do. But I will say, I think a non-threatening way... That's easy and you can read their body language or response language or whatever is we should hang out sometime or let's want to want to grab a drink sometime. Yeah, that sounds easy. Grab a coffee. Blah, Just blah, hang blah. out. Let's hang out. Well, go hang for out a walk a little, in a park. Hang out's a little friendy to me. Do you want to grab coffee sometime? That to me says Ugh. you're interested. I, but you know, I hate coffee. So when guys are like, well, "I get, get want to get coffee," I'm like, "I'm like," tea. but they don't understand that. Like, even being in a Starbucks stresses me out. Oh, it's just annoying. Well, you seem great to date. People, I am. I'm a hoot. I'm a holler. Um, okay, I guess our advice is just do it. What do you have to lose? And the sooner you find out the answer, the better. Because if like you're just like going over it and over and over it in your head, it's like making you probably anxious and nervous but like here's the good news everyone's you, a little bit nervous well yeah but i was gonna say if you you're ask them and they say yes then great you got what you wanted if you ask them and you say no then you're gonna be on to the next guy find another cutie with a booty mm. and ask again yeah. it only the first time you ask someone out it only gets easier from there like once you've done it and been either accepted or rejected it only gets easier what's the next question um this one is from h h says Hi, Tyler and Corey. My name is H, and I have a question about boys. 
I've gone through guy after guy, and all of them usually want sex, and as soon as I tell them no, they drop off the face of the earth. All these relationships last about two weeks, and I've gone through 12 guys like this at this point, and it's really starting to affect my self-esteem and my emotional stability. How do I get in a relationship that lasts longer than two weeks but also doesn't revolve around having sex right from the get-go? Mm. I think that... I like this question. Well, what would you say? I mean, I like it because it's tough and it's like we haven't really had a question like this. But I know that there's like – and this is a straight relationship and regardless – Wait, so is a straight relationship and this is the – Girl. And it's – I just know that this is – this happens in all types of relationships. relationships, Like whether it's gay, straight, lesbian, whatever. Um, I've I've heard from friends and I've heard from similar experiences of people being like this is how it keeps happening for me. Um, and it's tough and it's not easy. And I'm sorry that you feel like you're letting this affect your self-esteem. I mean, if anything, I would say I'm really, really proud of you because it sounds like you know what you want and what you don't want out of a relationship. And that's such an important thing. A lot of people go into dating kind of not knowing what they want and trying to figure it out as it's going along. And I think that's been hard for me to do sometimes. So uh, first of all, I just wanted to say like props for knowing what you want and knowing where you stand on and certain issues and sticking by that. Yeah. Um, my best advice is like, I, I don't know how you're meeting these guys. Maybe, maybe that's the type of thing. Like I hear a lot, of my gay friends say that like they who are in a similar situation like you say they meet a lot of guys on like grinder or online dating apps and it seems like they just want to hook up and so i've always advised them like maybe try a new way a new form of like meeting people maybe like go offline and try to meet some people in person because especially in the gay community i think a lot of people assume that grinder is just for hookups and some of my friends are like i'm actually looking to have real dates and not just sex yeah, after can... date 1 i think having that open conversation though is what makes grinder for relationships work well, yeah. or online oh, dating for relationships yeah. work is kind of being a listing even in your profile like on here for relationships right so and and you didn't really say how you're meeting these guys so my first suggestion is Maybe if you're meeting them in a similar fashion uh, to try to go out of your comfort zone and try to meet some guys in some new ways. Um, And then, yeah, if if you are trying like online dating, I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with putting in your profile like I'm looking (laughs) for more than just sex. I'm looking for like an actual connection. I here. Here's an example of a situation where I was in a similar kind of position and um, I'm. I would say I am flexible about all of that. Like, I, I'm i not one way or the other of, like, I need to take it super slow or I need it immediately first night. Like, I'm, I kind of read the room about it. Um, but I was dating this one guy, and he let me know. And it was actually really helpful because he said to me, like, I'm sorry. I know, like, most guys, like, probably want to fuck the first date, but, like, I take things like this really slow. Is that okay? And I was so thankful that that was out in the open and in the air so that we could kind of have that conversation because if he hadn't said that, I wouldn't have want to have put him in a uncomfortable situation and like try to like hook up or something and like make him feel like pressured to do that. I was happy that he said something. And so a good guy who who asked this question? What's H. This? H. A good guy, H, 
is going to listen to what you say and respect that. And if he's a dick, if he's a douche, he's going to pressure you or he's going to make you feel weird about how you feel or the pace that you want to go in your dating life. And that's not somebody who deserves a relationship with you or to hook up with you. Right. I don't think. And that's a... I completely agree. And like I said, that's what makes me so proud is especially because she said like this has happened almost like 12 times in a row now and she's still like sticking to her guns and not letting other people's pressures change what she believes in. So I like that question. I know I did too. I saw it and I was like, I don't think we've answered anything like this. And I, and I get it because like I said, I've had a lot of friends, especially in the gay community, tell me stories like this, like I want to date someone and not just like hook up with them once right. and never see them again. Right. And and I'm like, try new ways of meeting people because maybe Grindr's not it for you. It's okay to hook up right off the bat. It's okay to wait a minute. It's okay oh, to also like not even be interested in that. Right. Like there are some people out there that are just re- interested in just a relationship that's not sexual and that's okay too. Right. So however you feel is valid, I think it's best to just communicate it. Yeah. And it's like just... I think it's so important to know what you do and don't want before you start getting into the dating world. It's okay to like figure it out too as you're going along, but it's really cool once you do know what you want and once you're able to like explain that to the people that you're dating or meeting. Totally. Let's let's do another, shall we? Let's do it. I like these questions today. It's been a good it's been a good little day. This one is from F. F says, so I'm currently a freshman in college and back in high school I had this thing with a guy since my sophomore year. We both were really in the closet, so we never really called it anything official, but we were really close and cared about each other a lot. This past February, he decided he really didn't want to be gay and tried to cut me out of his life. Unfortunately, it's been almost a year now and I'm still in love with him. We're going to the same college together and we're quote-unquote friends again, but he is really sticking to saying that he's straight now. I've tried cutting him out of my life and dating other people, but at the end of the day, I still know I love him so much. What can I do? Do I tell him that I still have feelings? I really don't want to lose him altogether. Thanks, guys. Love the show. F. Hmm. So So it was two guys dating in high school. They're going to the same college in one. They weren't really like officially dating, but they were like probably spending a lot of time together. Um, and now one is straight and they're going to college and the other still loves him. So I would say, first and foremost, identity is personal. And if somebody's, and it's also, it can be fluid and you can decide it for yourself at any point. And so if somebody wants to say that they identify a certain way, I think it's everyone's best interest to respect that Mm -hmm. and not try to convince them of otherwise. Even if you have history with them, that is for them to kind of figure out. And from your standpoint, I I get that you are frustrated, but you can't convince somebody to identify a certain way. You can't convince somebody to even date you. You can't convince somebody to be any type of way. And if I were you, I'd want to be with somebody who doesn't need convincing, you know, and somebody who's sure and somebody who wants to be with you. And so I understand the frustration and the, like, how can you feel this way? Like heartbreak. Right. I can, I can get it. But at the same time, it's like, you don't, 
you don't want to beg for it to work. Right. And right. And you deserve someone who is going to love you. Right. Back. Exactly. I mean, this is a really tough situation. I mean, I feel like it's it's there's very, a lot at play. I mean, it's it's similar to any sort of situation where you get dumped in a way and you're still in love with the other person. And whether they're figuring out their identity or whether they just realized that maybe you are not the one for them. I mean, it is really hard to get over someone and figure all of that out. It's uh, Relationships are already complicated. Add in Someone's, sexual identity right. and all of those things. It's just, it can get messy. Right. I mean, it's it's tough. I think we've talked about like being dumped or breakups in the past. And I mean, for me, my very first relationship, it actually just got to the point where I had to cut them out of my life for the time being. And And I think when I did it, I knew... This doesn't mean I'm never going to see them again or never talk to them again. But like I needed like a year space. to never see them. Right. And I just needed space. And I knew I kept I knew I kept hurting myself because I would see them and, and still have feelings for them. And we would run into each other at parties or at the bar or uh, at with other friends. And I finally said to the, him, I said, don't call me anymore. Don't see me anymore. Don't text me anymore. Like. If I show up at a party and you're there, don't be offended if I like turn around and leave. I just can't see you and have you in my life anymore. And it's funny because we're friends now, but that was definitely what I needed at the time to kind of like get over that heartbreak. Right. And I think if you really want to get over them and, and the person's really saying that they're straight now, you have to respect that that's their decision. And yeah, if it, I mean, if you're going to keep being upset, maybe, maybe temporarily you do have to go a while without seeing them and and hopefully like I said you guys can find a friendship later down the road but it's really tough to be in that position where you're still like longing for someone and they don't really want to reciprocate it there's a great book it's called he's just not that into you he's just not that into you and then there's another great book called binge by Tyler Oakley yep, binge by Tyler. <laughs> and there's another great book called it's called a breakup because it's broken okay good that book changed my fucking life okay no exaggeration it's great it's a quick read it's got ice cream on the cover oh shit what kind like a butter pecan maybe or a subtle vanilla I don't know double dutch mm. strawberry I love turtle turtle <laughs> I feel like you're, caramel. you're one of those I people who would be like turtle swirls. turtle Shut up. Everyone <laughs> says that I look like Dana Carvey, who could, was turtle, turtle, turtle. I could see that. I did see somebody uh, the other day walk out of a building that I was going into, and I like did a double take because I thought it was you. And not in like the mean way where I see someone and I'm like, that person looks like you. In I, a mean way. I, I, get actually, it, yeah. I actually thought this person was you. So, um, F, I hope that's good advice. I hope you feel better and can get to a place where you're – uh, interested in someone else who, and where you're in a place where you can find someone who wants to give you the love that you want to give. I always think my ideal is somebody who's so happy to be with me that I'm like, stop it. You're embarrassing me. You love me so much. You know what I mean? Like that somebody overwhelms who's like, me. Somebody who's like <laughs> wants to scream it from the rooftops. I'd rather have that than somebody who's like needing convincing to be with me. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to be with somebody who's so happy to be with me as much as I'm happy to be with them. I don't know why that freaks me out. I mean, maybe I don't want I'll them to scream to it from a rooftop. Imagine somebody screaming it from a rooftop. I, Actually, don't do that. My building's got roof access. I'm not allowed to go on my roof. Well, I went up there once. Not you know, since I the took incident. a boy up there because it was the it was the closest the moon was ever or some shit i thought it was going to be romantic and you the couldn't closest, even see the moon 
No, it was the Did same. Did you moon him? It was the same night he dumped me. <sighs> I was like, I just fucking showed you Venus or some shit. I just showed you a planet. Venus. <laughs> Venus. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, F. Show so maybe some, don't scream it from a rooftop. <laughs> show someone your moon and uh, good luck. So, so, Corey, I think we answered some good questions today. Tyler, have you ever showed someone your full moon? Mm, I showed them my Venus. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, if you want to show us your Venus, uh, follow me on Twitter <laughs> and Twitter, then Corey? tweet it at me. What's it's your Twitter? at Corey Cool, K-O-R-E-Y-K-U-H-L. It's pretty much on everything. Great. Instagram. Cool. YouTube. Wonderful. Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm Tyler Oakley everywhere. T-Y-L-E-R-O-A-K-L-E-Y. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like our uh, episodes every single week. We come out every week on Tuesdays. And uh, we have so many episodes that if you really want to dive deep, we've got episodes galore you can go listen to. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving us a rating on iTunes. Thank you for being the best. And thank you for submitting questions. If you want to submit a question for a future advice episode, just email it to psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. So easy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Guaranteezy. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.